This is a Hoff Studios podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to That's Debatable. Today, we're throwing it back to another, it wasn't even retail, daycare story. And if there's anything scarier than a guest throwing a smoothie at you, it's a mother with her child. And we're going to get into that today. So here we go. So when I was in high school, I always had jobs and I feel like whenever you guys see my story times or anything like that, you guys are like, how did she work so many jobs? And the main reason was because one, I had to pay dance bills. And if there was one thing that wasn't cheap, it was dance bills. And it came to a point where my mom was like, all right, we are getting to a point where tuition, costume fees, practice fees, rehearsal fees, vacation fees, convention fees, Everything was just getting completely out of hand. And she was like, if you want to continue doing this, you need to get a job. And I was like, okay. At that point, I had already worked. I already had like two jobs before I got the daycare job. I was working at Jamba Juice and I had another job with my aunt. And I was like, okay, Jamba Juice isn't really paying me that well. I was getting paid maybe like, I don't know. I don't even know what the minimum wage is now, but it was definitely below that because it was before the raise of everything. So wasn't making too much money, definitely not enough money to cover my costume fees. Like costume fees alone were like five to eight hundred dollars because I was in multiple classes. We have to get a costume for every single one and they have to be handmade, designed, stitched, bedazzled, like super expensive. The makeup was expensive. Everything was expensive. So my friend who also got me the job at Jamba Juice, Lucas, was like, um, oh, I know a friend. We have a mutual friend that works at a daycare. Why don't we go look at the daycare? And I was like, okay, well, I mean, like, is it gonna like is it gonna be more than Jamba Juice? Is it not gonna be more than Jamba Juice? Cause like I need more money. And they were like, Oh, no, it's definitely a lot more, and they pay you cash. And I'm like, okay, an under the book job, love those. So I went in and literally, like, it was <laughs> this is gonna sound crazy, but I walked in and I had the lady at the front desk and she's like, hi, how can I help you? And I was like, hi, I'm looking for a job. And she's like, okay, just fill this out. Filled it out, gave it back to her. She goes, okay, can you come in tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's like for the interview. And she goes, no, 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 can you start tomorrow? And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. I will say though, I did have to go through, um, I did have to go get fingerprinted. I had to like get registered to be like, a care provider like I had to do the whole rounds but that was supposed to be done before I started the job I did it while I was doing the job so I was around like what 17 years old and at that point I got all my friends to work there so my friend Vanessa worked at the daycare my friend Lucas worked at the daycare I had another friend that worked at the daycare and we all had different rooms and I told her well I get out of school around like 2 40 she goes all right just come from three o'clock to 6 30 every day that'll be your job 
And I'm like, oh my God, that's so easy. It's a three hour shift. I worked nine hour shifts at Jamba Juice and those were, I mean, obviously they weren't the best thing ever. You're still working, but like I can easily do three and a half hours, easy. When I tell you, those three hours felt like I was working a 24 hour shift at Jamba Juice. Working with kids is no joke. It is no joke, especially the age that I had. So when I walked in, I had a room of two-year-olds. And two-year-olds are the joy of the life, joy of life. They are a beacon of light, but they are also two. So they're starting to learn how to, they're starting to be aware of themselves um, be aware of themselves, be aware that they have emotions, be aware that they're hungry. Also be aware that to use the bathroom, how to go like toilet. What is that? Potty, potty training, potty training, all of that. And my friend Vanessa and Lucas had a room of like five-year-olds at that point. So at that point, those five-year-olds are talking back to you. So when I walked in, it was just me and another older lady and she was a slay. She was she was there for like 15 years and she was like, you know, I've raised these kids. I've seen kids come and go, whatever it is, what it is. This is the normal protocol of how to do things. And the one thing she did tell me, she was, you could do everything right. You can literally bullet point by bullet point do everything right, but with certain parents, it won't matter because they that's their child. And for some for some parents, it's their first child. So even if you do everything right, they will still find something wrong because you are not them and you are not their mother. So just remember that. If a mother if a parent comes in here and starts bugging out, just take a deep breath. Remember, this is their child, and it's almost like a mama bear. They're gonna be extremely protective over it. Don't be scared of it, just be prepared for it. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. That doesn't matter. Um, and I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of that. But there was one mom in specific that me off so much because the saddest part to me was that these children, and again, working moms are amazing and they're great, but these children would get, would be, some of them would be brought in at six o'clock in the morning and they wouldn't leave until 6.30, 7 p.m. So essentially a lot of their time, a lot of their day is spent with the, day, the their daycare teacher. So they have like this kind of re weird relationship with their daycare teacher that it's like you're essentially like another mother to them because you're spending the majority of the time with them. Because by the time the parents pick them up, you take them home, you give them dinner, you give them a bath, especially if they're two years old, you put them to bed. That's pretty much it. And then you wake up the next day, you have to go to work, you give them back, you take them back to the daycare. So it was a lot, it was a lot of that with a lot of the parents, but there's one parent in specific that she would be the first one before the doors even opened, would have her child outside, ready to go, drop her off, and not only drop her off, show up late. And that's what me off. Because at the end of the day, like we're doing this by a schedule. There's a time, the daycare closes at 6.30, closes at 6.30. 6.30, doors are closed. Why are you picking up your child at 7.30? Especially if you drop them up at six o'clock in the morning. That's a long day for a kid. It's a long day for a baby. Like it's a long day for an adult. So imagine just a two-year-old that just gets restless. So one specific day, I think I was there for a couple months. Um, I was there throughout my whole junior and senior year. Um, and it fit perfectly within my schedule because I had to be at dance by seven o'clock. Um, and my dance studio was only 15 minutes from the daycare. So it fit perfectly. And I was making great, 
for a 17-year-old, great money, cash. And you get paid every single week on Friday. Great day. And I remember it's almost as if it's like, I felt like it was an insane asylum because you do the same things every single day. Every single day. And I give it, I take my hat off to all the moms and all the fathers in the world that are raising children because I can understand how you guys go crazy. I may not understand to your that level, but I was going crazy. And these aren't even my children. And every single day it was, you have a piece of paper that they give you and every child gets a piece of paper. And what you do with that paper is every single time, every two hours, it was a diaper change. Every two hours, obviously, unless like they pissed on themselves or they did something like every two hours, mandatory diaper change. Anytime they ate anything that went into these children's body, you write down water, how much water they take, um, what if they drank juice, what type of juice they were drinking, um, the snacks that we were giving them out, everybody had their own specific snacks. Everything was written down to a T. That way, when the parent comes, they can pretty much see what their child has eaten that day, drank that day, what she did, what toy she played with. That way, you kind of have almost like an understanding of what your kid was doing throughout the day. And I was very much on top of that because it did scare me when the older lady was like, parents are going to come in here and they're going to try to test you, especially since you are so young. Like, I'm at my big grown age and they still get in my face and I've raised hundreds of children. I've been at this daycare for over 15 years. I have seen all of these kids. I'm like, that's an expert in raising children. Um, So they're going to look at you and they're going to look at you like fresh meat. So because of that, I was like, I want to be very, very intentional with everything that I'm doing. So by the time three o'clock came, the older lady at that point, since I was there for a couple months, she was like, all right, I'm going to leave at three and then you take on from three to six thirty. It was me with like 12 to 13 two-year-olds. You can just imagine the scene. And, you know, they would have like their times where they go and they play at the gym and like we take them there and they do this and whatever. And honestly, I've, I have potty trained so many two-year-olds that I'm proud of myself that I can potty train any child. I can potty train any single child. And I understand the joy of looking at, oh my God, it was actually the cutest thing. Her name was Lucia. And I remember she was, her parent came in, dropped her in and she was like, hey, we're trying to potty train with her. So we're taking her off of diapers. We're telling, giving her pull-ups. Um, but if you feel the need, if she has to go to the bathroom, try to get her to go to the bathroom on the toilet, not so much in the pamper. And at this point, I knew those kids like they were my own kids. I knew the schedule they were on. I knew when they had to pee. I, I knew all of it. So I was like, of course, no problem. So one day she looks at me, Lucia's like, pee-pee? And I'm like, you have to go to the bathroom, sit her on the toilet. And I sit there in the bathroom and the toilet is so cute because it's tiny and it's small. And it's like, oh, my God, it's the cutest thing ever. And she's just sitting there and like she's so nervous. She's so nervous because she's like, I don't want to. I guess in her head, she's like, I don't want to go on myself, whatever. They don't really speak. I can talk to them because I know them at this point. And like once you know a two year old, you kind of understand their gibberish. But yeah, it was a big milestone. And then she finally she peed a little bit. And then she got really scared and then she fully peed. And then she just goes, and I was like, yes, Lucia. It was like one of the proudest moments as a teacher. So I was like, this is beautiful. Like, yeah, these are long days, even though it's only three and a half hours. It feels like it's literally four days that I'm spending here. Um, listening to Let It Go about on repeat for like three hours and reading the same books and playing with the same toys and doing whatever. But obviously these kids need to be on a schedule. They need to be on a routine. One specific day, 
I don't, I want to be really sensitive to how I'm going to approach this story because I'm never here to knock anybody's parenting skills. I think to be a parent is to be equivalent of a superhero and it takes a lot of patience and everybody does it a little differently. And I'm not here to judge anybody on that. I'm just here to essentially tell you guys what was told of me. There's one specific little girl and she was a little bigger. She was a little bigger. I'm not going to lie. She was a little bigger, um, but she was just chunky. You know what I mean? It was like baby fat. And her mom had her on a diet. And we were like, okay, like, that's fine. She's like, just give her these specific snacks. It started with just give her these specific, like, snacks. Let's not give her maybe fruit by the foot. Okay, fine. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. You want to go with the healthier option. That makes sense. It's your kid. Then to detox juices. And I was like, okay. Again, I'm never going to sit here and tell you, no, not what to do with your kid. That's your kid. If you want to do it, fine. No problem. I just have to abide by the things that you are telling me to do. And I remember one day. Oh, my God. I remember one day. Um, and this was the beginning of when she started really, like, testing me. Because the other moms, I love the other moms. They were so kind. One of them gave me a, a Christmas present, like a Kate Spade bag. She made the little girl hand it to me. And I was like, this is the cutest thing ever. This is the best job I've ever had. It's the most fulfilling job I've ever had. And the one day the mom comes in. And again, I write everything down. I write everything down. Everything. To when diapers change, what food they eat, water takes, everything, etc. Mom hands it in. Again, she showed up late because she would show up at 7 p.m. And I'm like, girl, they're closed at 6.30. Like, I mean, you know we can't leave your child here. But, like, be a little bit responsible of just, like, or get somebody else to pick them up. One time she showed up at 8.30 and I was like, this is – and it was just me, the baby, and the person who has the keys to the daycare. And I'm like, 8.30? That's a little ridiculous, but that's fine. fine. We also found out she was a stay-at-home mom. She was a stay-at-home mom <laughs> because I don't know what she was staying at home doing, though, because the baby was at daycare. But again, that's fine. She, but she was a stay-at-home mom. So let's just give you that kind of picture. And again, I know it's it's a little sad, and I'm not trying to make anything funny about it, um, but it's just like it just goes to show like how crazy things are. And one day she hands – I give her the paper, and she's reading it over, and I'm getting her daughter – let's call her – like Gia I'm getting Gia ready to go home so I'm getting her her backpack I'm getting her her jacket and you know she was a very affectionate baby so she would like give kisses and hugs she always wanted to give a kiss and hug before she left and as she's reading it you know I'm in the middle of my hug with Gia and I'm like bye Gia I'll see you tomorrow and the mom's like what else did you feed her and I was like Oh, um, then I go down the list of what I wrote down. I was like, you asked for these organic fruit snacks um, for lunch. I'm not there for lunch. So this is what she wrote down. But when I was here under my care, she had the her snack, which is the organic fruit snacks, um, just water because you asked just for water and whatever else you provided her with because we don't buy food for them. They have to bring the food. And she goes, you're lying to me. What else did you feed her? And I was like, um, why would I lie? Like, I'm not going to slip in an extra goldfish for you. Like, why? I have no reason to lie. And I was like, ma'am, no, like, this is all she ate today. You were very strict on what she can and cannot eat. And yeah, I was like, just like for the rest of our kids, like, we have to make sure that whatever you're telling us that they can eat, we give them that. I know my daughter and I know when she's a little bigger, it means that she ate something else. What did you give her? 
And I'm looking at Gia and I'm like, this is like an innocent two-year-old. Like, oh my God. What she, yes, she was a little chunky, sure. But like, she's a baby. Like, it, it's all baby weight. It's probably just like milk. You know what I mean? And I was just like, ma'am, no, nothing else, nothing else, nothing else. Gives me an attitude, goes to the front desk and starts complaining about me. And I'm like, yo, oh my God, is she okay? Like, what is the issue that's happening with her? But whatever, I'm water off a duck's back. Water off a, this is her child. She is allowed to feel this way. This is her child. This is her world right now. And who am I to look at her and be like, F you, you're wrong. No, if you said that, I okay, maybe I did do something wrong. I was like, how much water? So then the next day I went up to the front desk, not the next day, right after that. I was like, you know what? I want specific details. Maybe she ate something when I wasn't here, but under my care from 3 to 6.30, this is everything that she ate. This is how much she ate of it. This and this and this and this. So I tell her, you know what? When after, I can't control what the older lady gives her. I, I can't because they have designated lunch and you know what that lunch is. But tell me how much of everything that she's supposed to have. And then I'll make sure that the next day I'll abide by that. So then fine, whatever. She ends up leaving. Cool, great. The next day I ask the um I asked the teacher, well, the teacher that we shared, that I shared a room with. And um, I was like, hey, like, let's call her like Lex. I was like, hey, Miss Lex, because they call, I, I was called Miss Emily. She was called Miss Lex. And I was like, Miss Lex, like, why was Gia's mom like, you know what happened yesterday? And I'm telling her what happened because obviously, you know, we're like chit chatting before she leaves. And she's like, she's always like that. And I was like, but why? Like, it's not like I'm not here to endanger your children like never and she goes because remember what I told you the first day like these parents some of them will understand and some of them will just try to parent them parent you in which case at that point just take your child out of daycare and, and do it yourself because the we're different people and she's like it's just she's just always crazy she's always been crazy like she always tries to test me like she always says that I'm doing something wrong like I, I don't know I don't know I don't know we just have to kind of go with it and I said okay well, fine it is what it is so one specific day this is when she started bringing and we were talk about it because she came in one day and she was like these are the juices that she's allowed to have and I was like okay no problem and it's not like high fruit like or like Capri Suns it was like detox juices and she was like, these are the detox juices. Give her very little solid food. Just give her this because she has to lose weight. She's overweight. And I'm like, okay, maybe her doctor said like, you know, she should put her on something. But like, I was like, I don't think this is like, I'm looking at the juice and it's literally gross. Like, I'm like, I wouldn't even want to drink this. Like, it, I don't, I don't want to fucking drink this. What, what makes you think a two-year-old is going to want to drink this? And again, Gia would just fight back every single time. And we're like, we can't give you anything else. The other kids are having goldfish. We'd give them like 10 goldfish. Gia can't have any. She can only have her detox juice. That's it. That's the only thing she's allowed to have. And obviously the baby would then cry. And she would like have like a tantrum. Because she's like, why are the rest of the kids allowed to have goldfish? And like veggie snacks and all this other stuff. But I'm not allowed to have it. I can only have this gross, nasty looking ass juice. It was disgusting. Like it smelled so bad. Um, but I was like, well, we can't do anything about it. It's what her mom advised us to do. So one day, Gia has been crying all day, all day. And once I go to take over the rest of the shift, that's what Miss Lex tells me. She's like, Gia's been crying all day. I think it's that damn juice that her mom gave her. 
Um, but we can't do anything. She wants goldfish. She wants, you know, the the rest of the snacks that the kids are having. She wants like the animal crackers. We cannot give those to her though. So just make sure you only give her the juice, but she's been crying. Her face was like all puffy. Like it was just so sad. And I was like, oh, I wish I could just slip in an animal cracker in your mouth, but I'm not going to do it. It's not, you're, I'm not your mom. Um, and we go to the jump, the jungle gym, like the gym for them, which just has like little toys around. By the way, two-year-olds be fighting. I don't know if y'all ever seen like a two-year-old fight against another two-year-old, but they're ruthless. They are ruthless. Oh my God. They would grab the balls and just throw it at some, peg it at another little girl's face and they would just start scuffling. And if you have ever had to pull apart two two-year-olds, first of all, it's the funniest thing ever. Second of all, I'm like, are y'all Okay. Like, what is happening here? Like, they just, and they can't, like, they're yelling at each other and gibberish. Like, it was just so intense. And one day, these two little kids are fighting. I think it was Gia and somebody else, and another one of the babies. And they start fighting, and the girl goes and scratches her face. And they're in the in all daycares. It's specific no-biting policy. If your child bites another child... That is grounds to kick the child out of daycare because biting is not allowed. So when I saw the scratch on Gia's face, I was like, oh, my God. So I grabbed the kid and now she's throwing a tantrum. She's only had a detox juice, I guess, the whole day. And I'm like, oh, my God, her mom is definitely going to think that I scratched her in the face. And I was like, but thank you. We have cameras everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. So you can obviously see where the kids were starting to fight and I'm trying to like pull them apart. But as that was happening, the reason why I wasn't there, because I know everyone in the comments is going to be like, well, why weren't you watching them out before then? Because my dear angel was sitting in a corner and I was like, what are you doing? And instant, instinctively, I was like, she's doing something. She's doing something. This is no, 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 no. And she, she just looks up at me and I'm like, dude, oof, it smells like in here. It smells like So I grab her. Literally, I grab her hands and I grab her, I lift her and I sniff her butt to see if like maybe she like pooped. And I'm like, no, she didn't poop. I check inside her diaper. I'm like, no, she didn't poop. It just smells like shit. I'm like, what the shit? So then I put her down. I'm like, stay. Because then as that's happening, that's when the two girls start fighting. And I'm like, oh my God. Like these two-year-olds. First of all, now it smells like shit. Hands are being thrown. Like, is, are you throwing shit? Like what's happening? Because that's also another thing for two-year-olds is when they're starting to potty train, they will dig inside their hands and grab their poop because they don't really know what it is. So that's like a common thing. So I'm like, what the hell is happening? Like, this is intense, whatever. I pull apart the two two-year-olds. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And at this point, I have to go back to the room because now it's time for diaper change. And I'm like, all right, I gotta go back. I have to change 12 diapers right now because I have a 30 minute window to do it. I can change a diaper in like less than two minutes because I'm that girl. Not even, probably less than a minute, I can change a diaper. Scoop, scoop, poop, poop. I got so good at it. And I'm going, whatever, I separate the girls and I hold one of their hands and I hold, and I'm grabbing because I'm like, been like really quiet. She hasn't really said anything like, okay, a little strange. That's fine. So I'm grabbing the other girl's little hand and two hands walking, walking, walking. And I'm like, like, it really smells like shit. I'm like, who pooped themselves? So I start doing diaper changes and I do Gia first. I always do Gia first because her mom was like, she's prone to diaper rashes, so make sure she you're changing the diaper. Da, da, da. As I'm changing the diaper, no diaper rash. There's no diaper rash whatsoever. And I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, I always did Gia first, always, because I knew that her mom was absolutely bonkers crazy. So I put Gia down, 
And all of a sudden, also we wear gloves as we're changing. So I don't smell anything. And I'm gra- I go and I'm like, it still smells bad. And I'm checking everybody's diaper and I'm like, yo, what the is happening? So then I go again because I had to wash my hands before I start obviously changing their diapers. I can't just go in, put my gloves on, change Gia, put Gia down. And I'm like, oh my God, it really smells like crap. So then I grab hand again and I have to walk her to like another part of the room. And as I'm walking her, I'm like, dude, you smell really bad today. And I'm like, I don't know if your mom did not give you a shower, a bathe. I don't know. You smell really bad. And as I'm holding her hand, I let go of her hand and I look at my hand and there's on it. And I'm like, no, no, no way, no way, no way. I was like, no way I'm from my hand right now. No way I'm my hand right now. And I'm like, I, I'm like, instantly the first thing I dead ass thought was like, my hand just took a And I was like, okay, okay, okay. So then I look at and I see her hands are covered in poop. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. And I'm looking at her and I grab her and she had very curly, 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 curly hair. Like, especially since she's like a baby, that's like the brand new, beautiful, beautiful, like kinky, curly hair. And I look inside her hair and it's covered in shit. And I'm like, is that poop? I was like, no. No, 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 that's poop. No way that's poop. No, I checked her diaper. I checked her diaper. What do you mean? I'm, I was like, oh my God. So then I was like, okay, I take her diaper off. Her whole body is covered in poop. Shirt covered in poop. Shirt like, and the thing is like, she was wearing dark colors. Her hair is dark brown. So I know people be like, you didn't notice it right away. No, because I literally am preoccupied with 12 two-year-olds and I'm trying to like run around all over the place. Gia just got scratched in the face. I know that I'm going to get yelled at because of that. So I look at Sophia and I'm like, did you do poo-poo? And she's like smiling at me and she's like, poo. And I'm like, oh no, oh no. So like I said, when two-year-olds are starting to, are ready to start getting potty trained, what they will do is because they feel like a foreign object on their body, they'll dig their hands in their diaper and grab the poop because they don't know what it is. And they'll just take it out and go about their day. And I guess because she didn't know what it was, she grabbed the poop, probably went like this with it, and then probably like was touching her hair with it and the touching every part of her body with this poop. And now it's on me. So I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my, I can't just have this little girl walk around with poop. So now I'm like, okay, now I have to rush through, like not even rush through. Like I've, thankfully I finished all all the diaper changes. The majority of the diaper changes, there were like two, three girls that didn't really need to change. Like it was, their diaper was fine. And I go and I'm like, I have to go to the front desk because I have to ask if this is okay. And I'm like, she just on herself. Like, and not even on herself, on everything. It's in her hair. It's in everything. It's under her nails. It's on me. It's everywhere. Can I give her a shower in the sink? And the front desk lady is like, yeah, sure, that's fine. And I honestly, for me, her, the little girl was Latina. And I know when I was a baby, my abuela, everybody, they would shower us in the sink. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But I just always wanted to make sure. So as I'm doing that, I put her in the sink and I have to like take her clothes off and I'm literally like bathing her and I'm having to wash her hair. And because like 
again, I guess babies don't like water. They don't want to be in like unknown things. Like they're not having fun right now because now I'm telling her she has to sit still because I have to comb through her hair. Like I'm looking for lice and take out every single poop, like little fall, every little poop out of her hair. Every single one, every single one. I'm sitting there and again, she has really curly hair. So I'm like sitting, I'm sitting there for a hot second all the while still watching like everybody else because the sink is in the middle of the room so i'm still have eyes on everyone and everyone at that point is like doing is like you know eating sitting down eating their snack and sophia is crying this baby is crying she is crying she's crying she's crying and i'm like it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay i just have to get this out of your hair i can't i can't send you back home with poop in your hair like that's ridiculous that's crazy so I have really curly hair. Her hair was a lot curlier than mine, though. So I kind of know how to, like, comb through it. So I'm sitting there, and I'm taking everything off. And I'm like, oh, my God, I really can't believe that I just got, like, poop on me. But whatever, it's the name of the name of the game. And at because the universe has such perfect timing, as it's happening, as this baby is sitting in the sink and I'm taking poop out of her hair, Gia's mom walks in. And she's like, what's happening in here? And I was like, you never heard a baby cry? Like, be girl, be so for real. And I'm, again, this little baby is sitting there in the sink and just sobbing, yelling as I'm taking poop out of her hair. And I'm looking at her and I'm explaining to her, oh, she um, she pooped on herself and she dragged it on her hands and she put it in her hair. So right now I'm just taking it off. I'm just, I'm washing her up. And the mom starts yelling at me. And she's like, that's ridiculous. What do you mean? You're, you have no right to shower that baby. And I was like, in my head, I didn't say anything. But in my head, I was like, so did you expect me to just have this baby walk around in its own feces? Like, what? That's also super dangerous. Like, if she were to grab her hand and put it in her mouth, she's eating her own. That's dangerous. That's a two-year-old. I can't know. And also, baby wipes isn't going to do the same thing. Like, she has it in her hair. I can't get... Baby wipes isn't... It's not straight hair. I can't just wet it and then just be like, okay, whatever, wash it. And I have to literally sit there and take the poop out. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you have no right, like... Once her mom gets here, I'm definitely going to say something. And, like, how are you taking care of the rest of the children if you're bathing her in a sink? What's wrong with you? And I'm like... First of all, the rest of the babies are fine. I'm I, I'm watching them right. They're all right next to me. They're all playing with their toys. They just had a snack. And she's like, did you even give Gia a, a diaper change? And then right as she says that, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that Gia has a scratch on her face. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And I have to explain why she has a scratch on her face. But meanwhile, she's already angry. This mom is already angry with me. So I'm like, I don't even want to say this. Like, this is, oh, my God. Of course, perfect timing. Perfect timing. So sobbing honestly the moment that mom came in Sophia stopped crying because she was like girl she just looked at me and like she gave me a hug and I was like yeah girl I needed that I needed that one and I'm like no she's fine she's fine she just doesn't want to be in the water it's fine and then when she asked me if Gia has a diaper change I was like yeah she has a diaper change I wrote it down on the piece of paper she's fine I do want to tell you though that while we were in the gym a little girl and her kind of got into like a scuffle and the little girl scratched her face. But it's not a bad scratch. It's not deep. There's no blood. It's just like you see a little red on her cheek. Um, but that's because the girl scratched her face. She goes, like, where the fuck were you? And I was like, why are you cursing in front of a whole bunch of two-year-olds? And I'm like, ma'am, I was in the gym. But again, I didn't realize that, you know, 
this baby just pooped on herself. So I was trying to figure out, you know, if anybody had pooped. By the time I got there, I separated them. It wasn't anything crazy. You know, kids, they're two-year-olds. It's, they, they call it terrible twos for a reason. Like, they're just figuring themselves out. They did, I don't think she intentionally meant to scratch her. She goes, no, you scratched her in the face. Do I look like Edward Scissorhands to you, girl? What type of vengeance do I have going around scratching two-year-olds in their face? Like, what type of evil human being do you think I am that I would just go up to your daughter and scratch the at her? Like, what? And I was like, I was taken aback. I think the babies were even taken aback. They all just, because it was silent in that room. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, ma'am, I would never in a million years put my hands on any one of these children. I love these children as if they were my own. I see them day in, day out, every day. I know their, I know their schedules. I would never lay a finger on these children. I am here to just take care of them, to do what you are supposed to do. You stay at home mom, but you decided to take them to a daycare and expect to parent me the same way that you would parent them. If you don't, and again, I understand working moms are a thing, but literally she would talk about how she was a stay-at-home mom. And did it, but I thought the whole point of a stay-at-home mom is that you stay at home with your kids, not you stay at home and then you leave them at a daycare. So I was like, what? I was like, okay, ma'am, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm sorry, but like, this isn't okay. This isn't okay. Like at that point, the little girl who just pooped on herself, who is in the sink that I'm giving a bath to, walks in. And now Gia feels like she has, Gia's mom has like double ammunition. And she's like, look, like, look, look what she's doing to your daughter. Like she has her in the sink. And the mom is obviously not concerned because why is my daughter in the sink? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was like, it, it, this is, I explained the accident. I explained what happened. I was like, she just ended up pooping on herself. I'm washing her. Da, da, da. I just wanted to make sure I get everything off of her. That way, you know, there's no like un germs on her. And mom was like, yeah, of course. Like, what What do you mean? Like, you're not going to have her sit around in her own feces. Like, I, if I would have gotten mad if I came here and you were like, I w I'm not, I'm not allowed to give her a bath, but she just herself so you can take her home. She was like, no, that's completely fine. And Gia's mom was like, I would never allow that. And look, my little girl is scratched. She's hurting the children. She's hurting the children. You, you're not even old enough to understand what it is to be a mother. Yeah, I'm not a mom. I'm a daycare teacher. I was like, well, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a mom. I don't know what it is to be a mom. I, I can't say that I know your experience. And I'm sure it's a very tough one. And it's a really hard and it's a hard job to have. And I don't have it. But I'm what? I was like, I don't, I was like, I don't understand what you're saying here. And she's like, and then um, in Spanish, his mom is basically tells me like, listen, don't even listen to her. Some moms are crazy. Like, thank you so much. I'll finish with Sophia. You worry about that. And I was like, okay, bless. Go over and Gia starts, Gia's mom starts being like, you're too young to be here. Like who the allowed you to have a job with children? You clearly are only here to hurt the children. Um, my daughter has a scratch on her face and now she's going to have a scar for the rest of her life. And I was like, no, she's not. It's literally, it was, her cheek was just red. It wasn't like a deep, like nailed down. The, it was just a little scratch. Like if you were to just scratch yourself a little too hard. And I was like, it'll be gone in three days. Like it, it's not, I'm not here to hurt your child. And she goes, and I bet you, you didn't even change her diaper, huh? And I was like, what? I guess I did. Check the, check the paper, check the paper. I changed a diaper. She grabs Gia literally verbatim slams her on the 
on the diaper change thing. The diaper she slams her on the diaper station, and as she's putting her down, there's two parts of it because obviously you don't want the kid to be able to jump out of it. So there's wood and wood, and then the diaper part. And because she was doing it so quickly, she ended up hitting her head on the wood thing. She ends up putting her down in the diaper station. And because of how it's set up, obviously, we make them a little higher so that they don't hit their heads. I mean, not that they don't hit their heads, so they don't crawl out or they can't fall out. Um, she does it so quickly that she ends up, like, hitting her head on the little side of the wood thing. And, of course, Gia starts scream crying. And I'm like, oh, my God. She takes the diaper off. And she goes, look, there's a diaper rash. And I'm like what type of like microscopic lens do you have right now? Because I'm looking at something completely different. She goes, look, she's been in pain all day. That's why she's crying like that. And I was like, no, she's crying like that because you just hit her head on the freaking diaper station. Like, of course she's going to cry. You just hit her head. Like, it's a baby. And she's like, what did you do to my daughter? Like, I don't want you to be in this room anymore. I need you to leave. I'm not going to bring my daughter here anymore if you're going to keep taking care of them. So now the front desk lady comes in. And she's like the owner of the daycare. And she's like, what's happening here? Because she hears her yelling at me. And I'm like flustered because, again, I'm always here to defend myself. If this were at a retail job, if this were at a serving job, quick, I would have said something back. But this is a daycare. This is your mom. And I'm not here to disrespect your mother. Never. That's your mom. Like, I just have to I just have to take it. I have to stay quiet and just take it and just be like, no, ma'am, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. She explained the situation to the front desk lady. And the front desk lady was like, let me see looks there's no she's like ma'am there's no diaper rash she goes yes there is you're not gonna say you're just defending her because it's your employee and she's like no if anything i have to be extra strict with my employees because we're dealing with babies all the way from newborns to five-year-olds like you have to be really strict with these employees um and I explained, I was like, well, no. And she goes, and also she wasn't even watching the kids i walked in and she was like waterboarding a baby Oh my God. I was like, yo, this woman thinks I'm a murderer. I was like, she thinks that I'm out here just literally putting a towel over a baby's face and waterboarding it. What? And I was like, no. And then, I, and then again, the front, since I explained the situation to the front desk lady, she was like, no, she was washing her off because of the incident that happened earlier. Like, I'm sure she was watching the kids. Ma'am, we have cameras everywhere, every single place. Do you want to see the cameras? And she goes, well, she scratched her face. And I said, again, there's cameras. Check the cameras. I didn't do, I did not scratch her face. I did everything by protocol. I don't know what else we want me to do. So they show her the cameras and then she still doesn't believe it. She still says she, at this point now I'm a secret agent because I went into the cameras and I'm a Photoshop genius and I changed everything. And I was like, okay, there's no winning with this woman. There's no women winning with this woman. So the next day I walk in and they're like, we're going to put you in a different room today. And I was like, for what? And they're like, because like she just complained and she said that she doesn't want to bring her daughter back. If you're going to take care of her, she feels like you're not a suitable caretaker. And I was like, so one out of the 13 parents that are there thinks I'm not a suitable caretaker. For what reason? She goes, we're just going to do this for today. We're going to bring somebody else in and we're going to see if she reacts the same way. And then the rest of the parents, because again, their kids start to, your kids start to know me. So they start to like, be like, where, where is Miss? So now their kids are acting up because they don't see me. So I would pass by the door because we do like little walks around the daycare and I'd pass and I'd say hi. And then the kids would come up to the door and they'd be like, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? Like that, obviously they wouldn't say that, but they would look at it and be like, what's happening? They just start crying. 
And I'm like, I can't go in that room right now. This is like, I, I just can't. And I feel bad because these kids now are looking for me and I'm not there. So they put in one, another one of my friends in that room, which she's the same age as me. And again, Gia's mom has a huge issue that the my friend was trying to kill her daughter and try to do this and try to do this. And she fed her the wrong food. And that's why her daughter's gaining weight because we're feeding her like animal crackers and she has to be on her detox juices and we're not listening to her. So then at that point, they had to like have like a whole intervention with this woman and be like, if you're going to bring your child to daycare, you have to understand you can't micromanage everything that happens here. We try our best to inform you of everything that happens. But if you don't like the way that your child is being taken care of at the daycare, then you should probably take it home and you should probably, you know, be a stay at home mom for real this time. Like not like for real, just take your kid home and you do it the way that you think is best, because clearly the way that we're doing it doesn't work for you. And she's like, no, it's because everybody here is incompetent. Everybody here is like, da, 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 da. nobody understands what it's like to be a mother. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not even going to knock this woman down. Maybe, you know, she had a tough pregnancy. Maybe she's having like postpartum. We don't, I don't know what's happening. Everybody was trying to be very sweet, very gentle with her because at the end of the day, like you never know what somebody's going through in their life. And especially after you give birth to a child, your hormones aren't the same and you bring on this whole nother side of like protection. So I can't even knock her to just be like, listen, it is what it is. But if you genuinely feel like that's what the front desk is, she's like, if you genuinely feel like you don't feel comfortable with her being here, then maybe another daycare or perhaps you taking care of her full time. Those are the only options because we can't have Miss Emily out of the room because the kids know her and the kids are used to her. And also now we're on potty training schedules. So I was potty training all of them. So I had them on a certain schedule. And when kids get comfortable with you, that's when you're able to kind of like be like, all right, let's do potty training. When they see somebody new, when they're when new people are constantly coming in and out, it's a little bit more difficult for them to kind of get comfortable to do something as big as potty training, especially for a two-year-old. So she's like, listen, they're on a potty training schedule. Emily's been on that schedule with them for months now. The parents love her. The, the kids love her. We can't just change everything else around because of the fact that you don't like something. So we can show you the cameras. We can show you all this other stuff. But if you don't like it, then you're going to have to figure something else out. And they put me back in the room. And from that moment forward, Gia's mom did just did not talk to me. She just did not talk to me. And every time she would come late, mind you. And that was another thing, too, because they were like, we have grounds to kick you out because you pick up this child two hours after the daycare closes. She's the last child here. She's the first child in. Like, no. So... I don't know what ended up happening with that because she just ended up bringing her child in and she just wouldn't talk to me. She'd just give me a dirty look and like say nasty things to me under her breath. But I'm like, I'm not going to let this, I'm not going to fight with you in front of a room full of two-year-olds. I know I'm not doing anything wrong. And the rest of the parents love me. Like the children love me. Like I'm, I potty trained your child. You're welcome. Like, so I don't know. I, she kept bringing her, she kept bringing her. And then by the end of the year, I ended up leaving that job because I was going to go off to college and yeah, I don't really know what ended up happening to that to that kid. I hope that kid's okay. And I'm sure she is. I'm sure the mom was probably just going through a hard time and like she was just, you know, going through it in her own way. It was just a little crazy. I I can understand why parents get crazy about their children. Obviously, they're their child, but there's also a line. And I'm like, I can't believe you thought I was out here trying to murder two-year-olds. What type of person? Like, girl, you know how to do a background check for this. Like, they don't just let anybody go into a daycare and, like, 
just work in. I mean, that one, yeah, sure, whatever. They were just like, yeah, come in, fine, it'll be fine. But like, my background check was done within that week. So I was like, and also I love babies. Like I've been, I not only was at a daycare, I taught babies in dance. I did like mommy and me classes. Like I'm a certified babysitter. I'm certified. Like I got, I have all certifications to take care of a child. And that one mom though, I would never forget her face. I'll never forget her daughter's face, her daughter's name. Um, because it genuinely, I was like, oh my God. I have no people go crazy, but I've never seen this level of crazy. But yeah, I think by now that child is probably like 10. So which is kind of crazy. But yeah, that was the story of the craziest parent I have ever encountered. And I thought, you know, I thought my mom was crazy about me. Does not come anywhere, anywhere near close to this. And also like this is the thing of this me, you saying that I'm drowning a baby in the bathroom sink. Like, what? I was like, girl, be so for real. I was like, I'm not going to have her walk around in her feces. Like, that's that's just dangerous. I don't know. Some parents are crazy, but yeah, I, it's still the hardest job in the world, and I will never knock it down. Um, no hate to that woman. I'm, I hope, you know, you're fine. I hope you found a caretaker that you genuinely feel comfortable with because that's all that matters at the end of the day. The mom didn't really bother me as much. I just wanted to make sure the baby was okay because – at the end of the day, that's what it's about. It's about we're here for the children. I'm not here. I can deal with you yelling at me and all that stuff. I want to make sure this that this child walks in happy and leaves happy and has every needs that all their needs are met. That's it. And also that they're potty trained because I'm a potty trained expert. So if anybody needs me to potty train their child, I got you. I have all the tips and tricks for it. So that was it for today. Um, hug your mom. Hug your dad. Hug your grandma, your abuela, whoever, your abuelo. Tia, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's a hard job. That is a hard job. And I only did it for three hours, Monday through Friday. And I don't know what it's like to have to do that full time. So props to all of you who do do it full time because you guys are superheroes. But that's it for today's episode. I'll see you guys next week. And uh, bye. <laughs>